because I'm a Tony Baker fan. Right. But um, I haven't been, comedy shows weren't like my thing, you mm -hmm. know. Um, comedy is my thing, but like. Recording oh, in progress. So and so, you know, I, I just got into that. Yeah. And so he, he absolutely murdered him. And I, I don't, and again, I don't just take lightly him, his whole lineup. Because um, DC Urban is, I heard some of his stuff too. He's pretty funny too. He He's hilarious too. Um, fool. Now, I done, I done seen some of his stuff. He is pretty funny and I Wait. enjoy it. He sets up his comedy to start, to finish, to messing with the crowd. Like, um, it, it, sometimes in the crowd, so much stuff can kind of go on. Yeah. Um, not, and you know, this particular thing, it wasn't like um, any fights, or arguments, or anything. But at one point, <laughs> somebody like dragged the chair. It sounded like somebody passed gas. Angry, <laughs> angry, like, <laughs> To the point, people, the people like that, I looked at <laughs> did we just hear the same thing? Other tables looked at each other to the point, the comedian couldn't. He couldn't focus. No, you can't ignore it now. If everyone noticed it, you, you're not going to ignore it at that point. Me, I felt like I kept trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, well, maybe somebody slid in a chair, you know, across the floor, whatever. So then he just went off, off set and just start going in. Just, did you just fart? And, and they like, and it just, he just made it pure comedy out of something improper. And so he made it 10 times funnier. Um, then he was able to jump back in his set. So it was, it was a truly, truly awesome night of comedy. See, that is, that is dope when you can transition like that from something that happened to go off script, do improv, and then go right back into your set. That's super dope. It's so fun. Like, just rolling with the punches like um Tony Baker when he came out um it, it, like if you've never seen Tony Baker live he looks so different he doesn't Tony Baker is so huge yeah I know he's a tall dude I know he's tall and you know Tony Baker's tall until you see him in person right and then it's like wait a minute hold up this is whoa wait a minute yeah why are you so cut up? It's different. Like, I can't explain it. But from a female perspective, seeing him online and seeing him in person is totally, totally different. Because he is so statuesque. He is so tall, so cut up that you like. What? Oh, there you go. Hey, man, and I got I you Friday. Yeah, cut him down. Thank you, sir. And, um, this girl. And her friend that was sitting at the stage, um, <laughs> when he came out, she, he, she, she was so in awe. You yeah, know? how big he is? Tony about Tony Baker. He about like he, he like over six feet. You tall and dude. It kind of threw her off. It, like it threw a lot of us off. So she was she went from clapping to not clapping because she's like literally staring at him, and he just went in. Oh. Are you? Why are you? I mean, he just, you know, in his school, Tony <laughs> Baker made a whole joke out of her not clapping. He messed with her the entire show. Oh. And I'm not talking about mean, like like what people consider mean messing with a person, like cracking on them or anything. 
he just made it funny, like, oh, so you're not gonna clap for me? And she was like, I'm just as shocked how you look. And he was, she was like, what did it happen? He said, no, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it was so, it made her, you know, blush and laugh. And then in the middle of him doing his set, he's like, I still remember you weren't clapping. And they're like, everybody just went out laughing. And he was so interactive with um, people in the crowd. And like one guy went up to go use the bathroom and hit a vest on. Like, he was partially dressed. So, so you just got a vest on. You got no jacket on, huh? Uh-huh. And the guy, want to buy that? Tony Baker t-shirt right now, huh? And the guy was just doing his thumb up. And, like, he was just, like, but he was playfully messing with people. Yeah. Like, lady, and she said, he said, oh, come on, Blouse. Oh, Blouse going to buy her a shirt, too. So, <laughs> he was really, like, it was so fun the way he was dealing with the crowd and just, I had, I mean, I laughed at all four acts. All four acts really, really did their thing. And like I said, it was, it was just a great night of comedy. That's super dope, man. Because, yeah, I, I saw Tony Baker. He, I, arguably to me, he's one of the best comedians out right now. Period. Because yeah. of how he interacts and how he just can make anything funny and is not offensive. You know what I mean? I know he may have been he been messing with your messing with your friend during the show, but it wasn't like vicious. It wasn't malicious and like that. Right. It was very playful and fun, and everybody got a good laugh out of everybody enjoyed themselves. That's right. That's the type of comedians I like. I don't like it when they just go off and start just talking about people. I'm like, eh, that's not really that kind of. That's not that's not my type of humor like that. I could deal with it back in the day when you talking about somebody like Bernie Mac. Um, Bernie Mac could make roasting you. Ale- oh, oh, legendary. That to the point where it was like super offensive, but because you know he's doing it to be funny. Yeah. But hardcore to me, like offensive. So it was just like, it's just so good. To, I just love seeing people do their art and their different ways and their different styles of doing their art and what's super comfortable for them because right now I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. just standing on stage right now and that's the weight issue and so you know like I say it's just so much to learn in this in this business and this craft and, and with the art form and everything and so I'm, I'm I'm happy to be in it I'm just definitely happy to be in it and it was a good night with my girls and it was a yeah. much needed night of just laughter um so yeah I had a really good time good I'm so glad you did when you told me you was going to the show I'm like I know she gonna have a good time. I said, I know she gonna have a good time. And, it's Tony Baker. Oh yeah, you, you going to see you going to see Mr. Baker? Yeah, you gonna have a good time. You are definitely gonna have a good time because he he's one of the few so, comedians. And me and me and the wife, we thought about like, you know what? We gonna we would actually travel to go see him. Yeah. For real, we would, we would travel to go see him. Certain comedians that I have seen recently that I like, Ali Sadiq could always get my money. He's coming, he's circling back, not coming to Richmond, but the closest I think he's going to get um, with this tour he's doing right now or with him being out right now, he's going to Charlotte. Okay. I might go to Charlotte um, in a couple of months to see him just because he was so good here. He yeah. Was so, and I just, again, I just love his style of comedy because um, he really just cracks me up. And um, I love to see a lot of these comedians now before they started doing like arenas, because once they do arenas, you know, ain't really no meet and greets and stuff like no, that. No, they, they ain't got time for that now. So big, it's impossible to do an arena with 2,000 seats or 3,000 seats and then after the fact, meet your fans. So, no, like, yeah, no, man, that's that's not likely to happen, but 
yeah, like the funny bone and stuff like that. Yeah, that's when you get real personal, man. That was dope. That's where we met um Ryan Davis at. And it was man, it was a good night. Either. Um uh Ali Sadiq had two shows back to back, just like Tony Baker. But he he after his show, he he could have went in the green room and decompressed and you know, waited for the next he just hadn't met all his fans. That's super and dope. Did the same thing with his second set a show and uh, his second set I mean his second show and so much so um they didn't get out there until like one in the morning. That's because taking pictures with fans and stuff after Yeah, after, after the show. And you know, some people, um some comedians, I know at one point and Jess Hilarious was out here and I I don't want to say she just started because I don't know when her career started, but I feel like when she started doing um, clubs and doing her stand up, she um, was charging people to take pictures with her, and people were getting offended. Mm-hmm. And I'm people when people don't know the industry, they think, oh, she's probably just they just feel like she's being a bitch. But no, you know, comedy is not um, a, a, a million dollar business for the average comedian. No, it is you're not making millions of dollars doing a show. No, you know, you got to grind it out, right. And so I learned that in, in this industry just, just from watching and studying and listening. And um, so, like, Tony Baker sells the bakery shirts, and he only sells them at his live shows, so it's not like you can order one. Like, this is a privilege. Yes, yeah, ex- exclusive, exclusive. have actually seen me perform live. So I'm like, I, I love that. I, I love the side hustle um, inside of the comedy hustle or whatever. Um I've become one of one. I've become one of those people that collect merch. Um, when I do comedy now, um, pretty much every comedy show I've been to, I bought merch. Um, it's just my thing now. Yeah. Because I move, I want to have, I want to have a comedy room, and I want to put all my stuff up in that particular room. Um, so every time I go in, and I like just to support the comedians and you know their craft and. And so yeah, but yeah, Tony Baker's hilarious. Man, he is Tony Baker. He is absolutely one of my favorites. And Ali Sadiq, he is becoming one of my new favorites. I literally watched three of his specials that were on YouTube. I'm like, out tired. I tell you, I was up to like four in the morning looking at that man, trying not to laugh, and wake up the house because <laughs> I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. The Domino Effect uh, Part Two is literally poetic, like. He really did a thing with Domino Effect too. Like mm-hmm. he had to witness that in comedy. And when and I, I've been around a long time and seen some of some some of some of the greats. Yeah, just the whole thing was set up was brilliant. That was just brilliant, brilliant work in my opinion. And you know, it's so many comedians out here and just so much talent yeah. in this com- comedy thing in this comedy world. And so, like I say. I'm learning and loving it at the same time. So good. I'm glad, cousin. You go and you gonna get to where you want to go too. Nah, it, you gonna get to oh. where you want to go. Right? God will. You gonna you gonna get there because man, I tell you, I, I sent you the I sent you the picture that we took too of um with Ryan Davis. I said I I just texted that to you, so yeah, you can check that out because yeah, we we had a it was such a good night. When we went there, everybody on the everybody on um that was on the lineup was great. All of them were. I'm like, man, people are really talented out here. 
mm-hmm. people are truly talented and i don't mind supporting someone i don't mind supporting a local comedian local artist that you trying to come up and you sound good hey you got my attention off bat you got my attention and you know what i don't i don't mind supporting you i don't mind doing that i Ooh. just love across the board so music you know whatever whatever if it, if it's good i support it you know yeah um, again because there's so much good talent out here that you could really be missing out when you don't um allow yourself to see the variety of stuff that's out here um even like when i go to plays and stuff like that you have to really see that what's out here like it's so much out here so much it is it really is one thing that i i did see that um at the um one of the theaters one of the theaters downtown i forgot the name of it but they had a michael jackson musical i'm like are you serious Mm -hmm. and i was like "Uh, i gotta check that out when it's back because i missed the um when it was in season or whatever super dope you saw it like that the tim one the tina turner one like they have they have done those artists well oh they have and so um like i think it was it was before the pandemic i had i always make a list every year like people i want to see yeah and um, so my niece did this play in school, I want to say maybe her senior year or her junior year, something like that, called Once on This Island. And I went to the school to see the kids perform, but then I saw that they were doing it on Broadway. They had brought it back on Broadway. Oh. And Newell, who used to be on Glee, um, was in it. And I'm a big Alex Newell fan, um, just because I love the way he sings. I love um, his voice. And so I saw that he was playing um, in Once on This Island as Osaka. Um, one of the gods okay. um, of the app. And I was like, um, just writing it, writing it down on my list of people I wanted to see um, perform live. Um, and we went to uh, New York. We went to um, Broadway to see their play. And it did not disappoint. And it's so funny because certain certain times, like when it comes to like plays and Broadway and stuff like that, you can get there on a night when the understudy's there. Yeah. And so I was blessed that I got there. Um, I had a great seat. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex was, was there. Um, at one point in the show, he ran up into he had to run up into our section oh. as a part. Of, and I was fan girl. <laughs> and he looks at me and went, he looks at me and winks, and I lose my shit. Like, <laughs> like did Alex Newell really look at me and wink? Like, do you know I literally came here to see you? Like, and was blessed to see this whole cast of talented people um, just in the element. And um, afterwards, I got to meet Alex. And so it was just like the best time ever. So I'm such a, a, a supporter of, of live arts and, and people's uh, craft. Because you really get an experience when you see it live. You absolutely do. It's nothing like witnessing it live. You can watch it on TV and online and all that stuff. But seeing it live. It, it's a world of difference. It's a world. It's like, yo, I, I saw this with my own eyes. I have oh, yeah. I have memories of this that I can replay in my own brain, not from a TV. No, I, I saw this. I witnessed this live. And that's such a dope feeling. Like I seen cats. You seen? I believe, I, cats came here earlier. This yeah, cats Lo- was here. 
mind. And I and I wasn't I wasn't gonna go because um, I had initially planned to go, and then I planned to go and see if somebody wanted to go. Never can find any anybody. I'm just I'm just kind of over my generation of adults. Um, and so then I decided. I think I was working. I actually was working two jobs at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had so much time on my hands. I was like, mm, let me get another job. Um, and I was just starting that job, and they were like, do you have any known time that you're going to be off? And I'm thinking, no. But then some just say, tell them, no, this particular day you supposed to be going to see cats, and I think it was on a Friday. Yeah. I'm going to be going, and I'm not going to be here on this day. And so they was like, oh, okay. And I ended up buying tickets, like, last minute. Because uh, one of my uh, old coworkers was like, no, I love stuff like that. I'll go if you get the tickets. Like, let me know. I'll send you the money. We'll get the tickets. We can go. I'm like, cool. Listen. Mm. I was half. I, man. You saw cats. I, I always wanted to see cats. I've never seen it before. I've never seen it in like, person. We're in there. She's like, so you know the music? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a theater kid um and so i'm like i love live arts i love theater i love broadway so i'm a big huge 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 cats fan so she was cracking up at me because i had been singing like the whole week to her or texting her jellicle cats and she was like so by the time she got there she was thinking i'm a <laughs> and then we get in there and she realized it's like a whole musical thing going on there's all kinds of songs and um you know, Mr. Mistopheles, which he, I think people going to kick me out. <laughs> you, that these people were my children performing. Yeah. Not performing for the person I'm performing for. The, I'm like, I'm literally cheering for the character. That is um, hilarious. The end of Cats is pretty much Mr. Mistopheles doing this like amazing number and he is killing it with the choreography, the pirouettes, like you name it. And, you know, and I called you, you know, we, oh, yeah. we got out. Oh, you, oh, come on now. Hearing and hyping up in our, in our culture. And so he is, he is performing. He is doing it. And I am literally out my seat. Like, you better, Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> you better, Mr. Mistopheles. Like, I am like, yeah. He was like super... Like I felt like I could scream him into an even better performance, but it was so it was so awesome. He did a phenomenal job. Everybody on that cast, then when they came to here, um, to Richmond, did an, an amazing job. Um, Catch is just the most one of the most brilliant pieces of work ever created, ever. And I was so glad that they were that. And I think they were here. In, in Norfolk, or either they're coming here in Norfolk in 2024. Okay. 2020, if they're coming to Norfolk in 2024, I need to check the schedule because I will ride with you to go see it. I'm there. I'm dressing like a cat. Uh, I, told her, I, I ain't doing all that. <laughs> I ain't doing that. So when we went to cats, I was like, I'm going to dress like a cat. She says, don't dress like a cat. You know, people kind of feel like, oh, it's going to be embarrassing. It's a... I missed my opportunity. No, because I'm sure a whole lot of people did. But the kids, the kids came dressed like cats. The adults came dressed like cats. I am a cats person, so I should have been with my people. 
Yeah, you absolutely should have. All I got is ears and a tail. So it's not like I got anything super fancy. That's all you need. What you mean? That is all but, you need. So I was like, would I go to the next? Okay, you better put them ears on in that tail. You absolutely better put it on. As my jellical self. Because <laughs> listen, <laughs> opportunity to do it here. And I went, I downplayed it. I. But no. No, 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 nope. Ain't doing it no more. No, you you tired. You better go ahead. I'm go. It's it's a, it's a wrap. I'm 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 showing up. Cause I'm telling Singing. you, whenever cousin, whenever I go to a Comic Con, oh I'm I'm gonna dress up. I'm dressing up and I wanna go I wanna do the one in San Diego. I, the one that's they have some in Virginia Beach and whatnot, but they're not as big. I'm like, nah, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the big one. Nerd cons coming. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I did see that. I, I saw it like, huh, huh. What can I, what can I work out on that one? Like, what, what can I work out on that one? No, it's pretty much all black people. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was like. Hmm. So it's like, I want to be around my own kind. I'm gonna be around my own you kind, and we get dress like anime characters. Yes, I'm here for that. I'm here for it. It's not a big thing in our culture, in black culture, um, for people to be into anime or superheroes or cartoons or anything of that nature. Yeah. And so while the bigger Comic-Cons and things like that are great, um, the little niche ones too. Small fish in a big pond um, because you go there, you accept it, you love on, and you get the soul experience, but then you still have that stigma of the people that look like you um, not accepting that part of you is something that's just as normal and you know just something somebody likes to do for entertainment purposes hobby whatever yeah. and so i would love to go there because i had um a handful of uh black guys that i talked to always talk about how um how, how hard it is for them to date because they're into anime or stuff like that and they can't find black girls that are into stuff like that or they look down upon it so i'm like yeah I'm like, I totally understand because I'm a, I'm into anime and I'm into wrestling and I'm into things that the culture say ah. are not black. That's not black. You, you shouldn't be into that. I was like, so I get it. You know, I definitely get it. Yeah. And I, oh man, God, in high school, I got, I, it was so, I got made of, I got made fun of so much because I watched anime when I was in high school and Half the people that had the people that made fun of me when I was in high school come to find out they watched it too. It just wasn't popular. I'm like, you loser. We could have been talking about this the whole time in school. We talking about right? Like we could we we, we could have been real cool close on the anime, man. You know what? I, Ty, I literally would rather go home. I I mean, I would I literally rather go home and watch and watch my anime as soon as it came on five o'clock after school. I, I I'd rather I rather do that than even go on dates during that time period. I'm like, man, whatever. I I know what anime gonna bring. I know my little my little tacky job I got working part time because I'm in school. I go out on one date. I ain't got money for the week. No, I can't. I can't do that. I gotta put gas in this, this goofy truck. If you look at at TV now, there's nothing quality worth watching on TV now. Like it's a handful of things, and I do many a small handful of things that are worth watching. Um, but a lot of the series and things that we watch now, they don't even get the green light after a couple of seasons, and, and it's so heavily saturated with reality TV. Oh my goodness! 
not reality TV. It's really scripted TV, poorly scripted TV. Yeah, come on now. I mean, it, it makes money and it keeps a specific kind of people entertained. But for those of us who grew up watching sitcoms and, and series and things of that nature, it's really, it's lacking out here. So it's it's not a lot out here. So I always laugh when people, um, like I used to watch the, um, the Last Airbender. Yeah. That came out. And <laughs> I was a full-grown adult. Because <laughs> I was teen, you know what I'm saying? Ready to put a hurting on the Fire Nation, like to this day. Let me tell up. you. Let me tell you. I, I watched the, um, I have the entire DVD box of, of, of Last Airbender. I got time. Yeah, I got time. Yeah, I got it. We and you know what? I didn't buy it. The wife bought that. That's hers. She loves Avatar. That's her show. That is her shot right there. I'm like, that's like that's what we connected on because we both love Avatar. My boy Aang was. Oh man! Oh my god! Get busy, Aang. Come on with it. Let's do this. Let's do this. It's been one. Fire Nation roll. I want you roll up. I, <laughs> roll up. Because huh. if you don't pull up, we pulling up. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Yeah. Family, like I'm not having it. Like what's up? Yeah. What what what, what you what you what you want? Huh? Because we we bought whatever over here. Of Avatar. And then what made me mad? What why you always heard, if you listen, you'll hear me references at as the last Airbender because remember the movie Avatar came out. And people kept trying and then having a conversation. Like, oh, you want to see her? I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 not that. Not what you think. It's I'm, a- talking about, I'm talking about the real Avatar. The- and they're like, no, the, the movie, what, what's in it? I'm like, no. Not the blue folk. We ain't talking about them. So that's why when people hear me, I'll be like, the last airbender. Like, that's you right. don't know. Oh. Air on the head. Don't, um, get my, don't get my boy riled up on his eyes and start glowing like don't play with me <laughs> <laughs> yes cousin i'm telling you and they hit these hands i'm telling you i'm telling you love avatar and i even like the um the spinoff they did with the girl too that's on that whole series on netflix well, I'm gonna have to catch that. oh yeah it's on there too and it i'm like yo when they talking about bending, like you know, like water benders and stuff, like yeah, we can bend your blood. Oh, you bending blood now? Oh, cause water's in the blood too. Woo. Thing is, when all of these shows are popular, like you say, coming on TV, you can come home watch them specific times. Then all of a sudden, they just start phasing them out for for different things, and now we are in true reality TV hell. And I'm t- everything is reality based. Every network got its own reality show of some type on. I'm like. Is it? No. I, I, you know what? It's real. I know it's easy to produce it because it don't take that much writing. None of it. None of it is reality. This is. This is not what y'all do. Y'all don't get up and have these conversations. You ain't get yeah, up and you're in makeup all the time. Come on now. That that ain't real. Reality. It's scripted. It's not people actually following y'all with cameras, actually sitting back and just listening to y'all go back and forth about y'all day in. It's not because that would be truly boring. It's so, super boring. So. I mean, I, I don't care how tumultuous somebody's life may be, or how chaotic, or whatever. It would, it's, it wouldn't make for good TV because you wouldn't have angles. Cousin, 
you know, you would have to catch these things in a moment as it happened, and you wouldn't be able to set up cameras to get the best angle unless you had 360 cameras. Yeah. But we in TV, you don't want to be doing a shot and then seeing another camera ran across the room in the shot. So that's why I say, you know, you would have to have, you know, 360 camera, and you can't because it'll it'll get another cameraman in the shot, you know. So they so they have to script these things so that they get the best camera angles and the best reaction and the best this. So no, it's not really it's not really reality. And it's they, really scripted. And they get the most manufactured drama because why would you set a pitch of water that can be thrown on somebody so close? Why would you do that on purpose? Come on now. You manufacturing the drama for for ratings. And you can tell when it's planned out. It's like, really? You, really? Somebody doing that at nine in the morning? Really? That's what we're doing? I don't like to see people fighting in general. I don't find nothing um, entertaining about watching somebody hurt another person or vice versa. Mm-hmm. E- even if I'm looking at my wedding and I see some people fist fighting, like I, I want it to stop. Like, like y'all, yeah, you know, break it up. Go, 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 go y'all separate ways because I know ultimately what things can lead to. Right. And it's never like, it's never when you see people fight, it's never something that you can understand why the situation is happening. It's not even like you look out the window, you see a mob of people chasing a woman that just abducted a child and they beating her ass and it makes sense because she took somebody's child, right? Yeah. You know, typically feel sorry for her or a man beat up a woman and everybody's jumping on him, beating his ass. You know, it's never really majority of the things you see when you see people out there fighting or not, them fighting for a good cause or to keep someone safe. It's just that you, they, you know, they want to um, beat each other up and somebody wants to be the victor. And I just, I'm just, it, it, it pulls at my humanity. And so for me, when I see it on TV, it's like, I understand it because I stand it when you want to punch the shit out of each other for the most minute reasons. And that's that's what leaves me with stymie. Where it's like you're not even fighting for a real cause or real reason, or, or save that energy for a day or a time, like Will Smith and Independence Day. We're all gonna need to use these, you know. If, eventually, when, you know, like save when the aliens come attack. Then we punch. Right then we punch alien in the face. Welcome to Earth. That's it. <laughs> Like, y'all, because if not, throw the gloves on and, and shoot a fair one. That's what you I'm know? saying. Throw the gloves on, shoot a fair one. It, and keep it right. Yeah. But, yeah, reality TV, them people jumping on each other, it used to be, love and hip-hop and stuff like that used to be unscripted, which is why they had to put some control. Yeah, because um, people was wilding remember, out. Uh, Atlanta, when uh, Jocelyn jumped on Stevie, in that um, therapy session, that really, she really attacked him and really welled on his head. Because what happened was, the way they set the scene up, they set Jocelyn up and Mimi up to be in the same room with each other. They had no idea they were going to be in the same room. I'm sure the producer started Stevie and said, hey, it'd be a great, go to, go to a therapist with Mimi and work in a relationship, and then we're going to bring Jocelyn in. So Jocelyn doesn't know. What's going on? It's, it's a three-way session. Mimi doesn't know. So then they get in there, and they're both looking like, the only person who's privy to this knowledge is him and the producers. And they sitting back salivating at the mouth, just waiting to see what's going to happen. Of course and they are. I'd expect her to react the way she did and beat this man, like literally pummeled this man. And that's when they, they started realizing 
we gotta we gotta script this better. We gotta get security. We gotta put space in between them because when we don't, this is real T. This is real. This TV. is reality. This, this is reality. TV's really getting beat up. And we really trying to use. They couldn't get her off of him, and they rushing all these people in the room and trying to trying to peel her off of him. And they don't have adequate security. Same thing with New York. Loving hip hop started in New York. Mm-hmm. And I was on the boat, and he made the the, the the smart comment to Christy about Jim Jones. And she said, "Okay." She called Jim, told Jim what he said. He said, "Okay." They doing some filming. He's he's him and his artist filming. With somebody that's friends with Jim, they dropped the location. Well, yeah, they're gonna so, drop the location. Yeah, they're gonna pull up. We here at Broad Street and, and North filming. Jim said, "Okay, yeah, pull right on up on them." And these people are sitting here filming with the producers and the, and, and the cast that they think they're filming a scene with, and up pops Jim. Yeah, in the Goon Squad, and grabbed the old boy up. <laughs> Hey, yo, cuz, let me see. Let me see another link real quick, cause it's about to expire. Let me see another link. All right. Recording stopped. All right, but no, I remember that when Jim Jones then pulled up on him. Well, I remember that one. I was like, that that that. I remember that. I'm like, oh. Pulled him out of the restaurant, and he's looking at the producers and stuff. They have no security, so it's nothing they can do about it. But begged Jim not to beat this man up, and that man didn't know what was going to happen to him. And I'm like, you got to leave people alone mm-hmm. that are, that are not afraid to know what it is before what it is what it is. Some of us know that I wake up every day knowing I can go to jail. Like I'm not. That that idea is not lost on me. Yeah. Um, wake up, dying. It's not lost on me. And a lot of people have their heads in the clouds to think that, oh no, you know, the day could go anyway. It could go this way. It could go there. I, what I know is I don't tolerate disrespect. Mm-hmm. I don't respect. I give people respect. And if I don't like you, I won't bother you. And I don't deal, accept, or tolerate disrespect. And it can go up anytime. And so for me. I know that, and there yeah. are people like people like Jimmy who will pull up. People who bought you, that. People who bought that action. That, that's what it is. They bought that action. You you can't think you can run your mouth to everybody because you can't. You cannot like, do that. Like, people, because some of us are not. We are not plain. Some of us are not afraid to do three hots in a cop. Some of us are aware of what we would do to a person and, and have accepted those consequences in our mind mentally already. Yeah, it's it's the truth. And when it it, it is yeah, I, I can admit to I can admit to, yeah, I, I'm I'm a little less reluctant to, you know, throw fisticuffs at anybody right now. It's like, why? Right. Especially, especially like it, it's it's me we're talking about here. I, I care less if it's about me. I don't care. Most, most people have kids, right? Yeah, like, exactly. They have a thought process. They have a whole reason for thinking like, man, I'm not about to get out here and chop it up with children. Where somebody like me, I don't have no kids. I don't have no husband. Like, what are we doing? Uh, but but it's the thing, though. It's a different and, thing to that. On a specific day and at a specific time. You can catch it. You can catch it. If I'm in the, if I'm in the mood to give it to you, you can catch it. I don't... <laughs> Straight up. And, that's, and, and even being married with children, 
that 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 feeling is always there. It never goes away. I'm telling you that now. It never goes away. We have children always have their children in mind, right? It's, mm-hmm. it, especially if it's not a threat to my child because it's all bets off, right? When it's a threat to my child, my spouse, whatever, whatever, you know, it's all bets off. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to tear Rome down brick by brick. But for me, <laughs> my thought process is this. Do I really want to chop it up with God? Like, do I ever want to catch them hands? Because sometimes knocking your head between your car and that person's car seems legit to me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it seems like that's a good that's a good Thursday, option. I'd be like, then God going to have to knock my head between right. my cars. So do I feel like tussling with God? Because I ain't going So... Those that's my only Yeah, do I want those consequences? Yeah, do I want them no, consequences? What a, a reason. <laughs> and when it ain't such a good day, I'm okay with dealing with God on the back end. I'm okay with trying to explain myself. And those are the days where I try to stay as close to the cross, as close to the him and his garment as I can. Because I know that I am ready. I've already started writing out my excuses. So I ain't even considering that, nah, it can go up. Cause it. So, hey, I'm right there with you um, because, hey, at at any given moment, depends on how I feel and who it affects, it can be, look, I'll ask for forgiveness later because I'm I'm acting right now. I'm acting right now. (laughs) It was, I think it was last year I went out to eat to dinner with my girlfriends and two of the teens because um, they're my um, homegirls' kids. Yes. And this lady, this, the, the server was being mean to one of my friends. Why? And why would you? What? Why would you do that in your server? Why would you do that? All I know is the kids looked at their mamas like, "Can, can we go outside?" <laughs> and. They, none of them are used to seeing me outside of 99.9% of people are used to seeing me silly and goofy and jolly and jovial and happy and funny and silly and, and all nice and goofy and stuff. But then that other side of me is equally mm-hmm. as jolly joke. It's, it's so equal and it's so real and it's so sinister. And I, and when I tell people, they always people always laugh and say, "We know Star got our back. We know we know she got our back. We we yeah we know if ain't we call anybody be Star until they see it in action. They be like, no, she really whoa 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 like, whoa 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 take it easy. Nah, ain't no easy. It's on now. Ain't there is no easy. <laughs> it was it was to me it wasn't bad to them it was bad and I'm like that's nothing. That was nothing. That was just me. That was just me shooting my mouth. Off. That's nothing. Cousin. That was nothing. And they got quiet. They were like, "Let's go!" Like, "Oh my God!" So like, they 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 clown me for it. Since then, they've been clowning me for it. But I'm like, y'all 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 don't know for real for real. Y'all don't know for. I'm not that person. Don't don't harm people I love. Don't disrespect, and we are good. We are. We golden. We golden at that point. You start doing that, you we got a major problem. Certain things are non-negotiable for me. And disrespect is one. Harm is one. And I'm fully, fully okay mm-hmm. with coming to get me and putting me in handcuffs. I ain't never ran from the law. 
I ain't never beat nobody up and took off running in the car. I always, I always take my licks. I always take my lumps. I'm, you know, I didn't beat a person up and they called the police on me. And I, I sat down waiting for the police. Like, it's not a problem. Yeah, I'm not. If I well, I'm, yeah, and I ain't going to run from it. I did and, it. And it let me go. <laughs> but I ain't never been no coward. I ain't never been one to back down from from threats. And I don't, for them, one, I don't like threats. So don't threaten me. Yeah, no, that's, no, no. Don't don't threaten me. That's a huge thing for me. Like, I'm going to smack you. Now you got to smack me. Oh, because I'm, I'm going to think you do something to me. Now you got to smack me. Like, now I got to see you. I got to come and meet you wherever you at because you got to smack me now. Because what's not going to happen is I'm sitting somewhere chilling. And I get blindsided by it. Oh, no. Like, no, no, don't threaten me. No, we ain't playing that. If you threaten me, you definitely going to have to see me. Like, I'm going to have to come. No, I don't take, I don't, you you said you was going to get me. So you got to come get me. Come and get me. Come and get me. Cousin, let me tell you. I need you to mean it. Let me tell you. Uh, Everybody asks me, like, you do martial arts. You ever been in a real fight before? Yeah, I've been in one real fight before. I've been in one real fight before. And... It was it was when we was living over in the um it wasn't the greatest neighborhood <laughs> we was at at the time and something had happened or another and this girl her, I don't know what happened this little boy because the oldest one he was outside playing he was young at the time he he was like first grade he was playing at the time some little boy said something he came running back to the house he was crying I'm like yeah man just come in the house don't don't sweat them kids or whatever then this little boy come knocking on my door he's little now he's small little dude he come knocking on my door. And go say like, I'm like, man, who this little kid talking to? I was like, what? he was talking. I mean, he was talking real reckless. I'm like, who this little boy talking to? And he stepped foot. And he stepped foot in my house. He walked in. I grabbed him by his arm, picked him up, and put him back on. My was like, boy, you don't come in here. I'm gonna tell my mama. I don't care. He went and got his mama. Oh, she came out here. She was fussing because I don't put my hands on nobody's child. Your child stepped in my doorway. I'm gonna get my baby daddy. He's gonna be here. Whoop your ass. Oh, he is. All right, cool. Him and his boy showed up. L- let's just say his boy, his leg is permanently messed up to this day. And he was too much of a coward to throw a hand. He saw me drop his friend a few times. He was like, oh, let me back up. Yeah, that's right. And his girlfriend, she maced me or whatever. When I'm in that mindset, I don't care what happens. Ty, she maced me. I look dead at her. And what? What's this going to do? I'm not going to hit you because you're a woman. I'm not. I'm, I still have the mindset. But, but cousin, I ain't need to because as soon as she did it, she got slung around by, by the wife. The wife grabbed her by her head and tossed her around, too. I'm like, yep, that's right. We fight together. That I'm so glad God birthed me a woman, a mm. female. And I got all full rights by, by the world, world standard to put my hands on man or woman. Yes. Yeah. I, I am an equal opportunist ass kicker. I, I don't advocate for it, but when that girl makes me, I'm like, am I this mad that this may say hurting that much? Probably. Because Probably. I, I was in I was enraged. I literally knocked this dude on when I knocked the dude down. I went to kick him in the face. I mean, tired. I I it felt like slow motion. Because when I kicked, I just missed. It went right past his face. I could feel the wind lift up from how hard I kicked. I'm like, you know, I'd have killed him if I'd have kicked him like that because I was going, yo, I'm taking your head clean off. Cause you come, you come trying to, oh, you come trying to square with me? You got my babies in the house? Oh, nigga, nah. That is a that is a situation that ain't That's gonna a, happen. A violation. 
that is a major violation. And now you walk around with a limp. That's your fault. That's your friend. And to make it worse, it was his friend that I beat up the most. It won't even it won't even a baby daddy. I'm like, you you let your friend take your L, you coward. You ain't even you ain't even you took you tried to they tried to jump. Once I got once I got between them, like, oh, this just two on one. Like they don't know. I when this back when I was teaching karate, it's like I did this for fun. I used to I used to have purposely have two of my students attack me for fun. This for real? Oh, this we back in oh we oh let's let's get it. This is what I do anyway. And I I I he was such a coward, man. It still makes me mad how much of a coward he was. I'm like, you ain't what you you came here to fight, you ain't do nothing. <laughs> I'm like, you came in to fight, you ain't do nothing, man. You let your boy take your licks. You you a you a terrible friend. You are an awful yeah, I, friend. I am all peace and hippie and love and, and all of that till I'm not. And that, I try to never get to that point in that space because once I'm in that space, I'm fully, I'm well, fully excited. I'm there. That comes with that space. Yeah, I'm one. Yeah, once 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 that mode is on, it's on until I turn it off. It's on, and it takes a while for me to turn it off too. I'm talking like. The adrenaline dump happened like two hours later. I started getting my headache. I'm like, oh god! So I get after after I have a, I get a I get such a migraine after adrenaline dump because I'm like, all right, whatever can get it. I don't care who or what it is. It can catch it when that when I get up to that point. But yeah, I got I had, oh, I had such a migraine and I'm like, my head is hurting so bad. I'm just a threat to whoever the threat was. Like, I love people. I love love. I love being happy. I love being cool. If you are threatening the situation, then we can thug it out. And then we can go on separate and go about our lives. Go on, but going back to, you know, going back to a sunny day. Yeah, because it's like, try, once we done with it, oh, we done with it. I ain't, I ain't got enough try, for you. We done. I try not to get in those spaces with people because, um, a good majority of people in this life are not ready for a certain specific consequence. They think they are. No, you ain't ready for that. Yeah, yeah. People, people are not ready for for like the the consequences of some of their actions. And if you say something to the wrong person, you ain't ready to get punched in the face. You ready to wear somebody else's robe? You ready? Uh, yeah, the whole prison thing. That especially now that it, well, I'm in my I'm forty <laughs> now too. I'm like, do I when really? You first Go in. You ain't you ain't got no commissary or nothing like that. Even down in the lockup, you ain't got none of that. You got to get what's there, and they it ain't like they take you to Walmart to shop before you no, go. No, man, your... you you getting in, you getting thrown in this cell with everybody else. What you gonna do? I'm like, go and get your jumpsuit or whatever they you know you gonna go get there from a stockpile of what they already got. So I always remind myself like, do you want to wear somebody else's draw? Mm-hmm. That have been washed That's... already. You don't know if they wash good or not. You don't know that. They get a little two packs of draws, and there you go. I'm like, I don't want to have to be surviving off of ramen and and and, and Cheetos and, and and Kool-Aid packs. I don't want to have to survive off of that. They ain't they, they, they ain't good eating for me. That's not a good standard of living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I am opposed to that. I'm trying to tell people you gotta you gotta be ready. You do. I, um, that's yeah. But back to what we were actually talking about. That's why I don't really do the whole reality TV no more because I don't got time to see. People fist fighting over something that's just not even worth it. What? You said I what? And they fighting. And I'm just like, I don't care. Somebody harmed your child. They 
they stole money out your bank account or you're not even really fighting for actual reasons. No, nah, you just fighting to make a show. You, right. You, and you're I, literally fighting to make I, a show. I'm so entertained by that. I'd rather watch like Game of Thrones. These these people out here fighting for humanity or fighting for their land that's theirs or you know, shows like anything like that where people are actually fighting for a cause, but this this is and this, this is, is fake. And this fake is show. a fake or fight fake. for a fake show. I'm like, at least I know fake. Game of Thrones ain't real. I know this is a TV show. Ooh, I right. know this is this this fight has production value. What you talking about? Because then it always they always trying to make you think this stuff is so real because they spill it over social media. I'm just not entertained by that. Like, give me some some. I, this is why the, these writers are so important. And I know. Oh my gosh! Are, yes. Because. Cousin, oh my. Ugh. They do matter. They what matter they big matter. time, and that and that's when that's the, that's when reality first popped off when the writers went on strike. That's when it first started popping off. A, a, like a, a whole lot of a whole slew of reality shows started coming out. Is when the first people. first went on strike. I'm like, pay them people, to, pay them people what they worth, man. Please. Maybe in drama, I be watching like below that on Bravo, which is basically a sailing um, company where people go on these uh, pay to go on these sailing. Uh, vacations and excursions and whatnot. How you got drama on you at work? Yeah, and it's the same drama every season. Yeah, it's both stuff, but it's usually people hooking up and sleeping with each other for the six, eight weeks you out here. Like, who, as grown-ups, y'all can establish a relationship with people with strangers in six, eight weeks that y'all gotta have this drama when you're supposed to be working. You get what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You at work. You start watching the series, it's really cool because you get to see, like I'm I'm super fascinated by the boats and and, and the captains and how they drive these boats and how they can spin them around and yeah back stuff like that. Um or the one the sailing yacht when they throw the sails up and they sail the boat with no power. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, about stuff like that, the places they take these people and 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 different things of that nature. But when it gets down to the we sit up with each other and you're acting funny. I'm like, who? This is not entertaining to me because I don't, I truly do not care about the drama of people's un- unhealthy relationships. It's not like I can talk about somebody <laughs> a real marriage. We are talking about pur- purposeful, unhealthy relationships. We don't care. I don't care. It's pretty much not going anywhere. Yeah, I know it's not going anywhere. Why do people want to be entertained by this? Like, I'm, I'm, take the cameras, go film the area you're in. Do that. I'm pretty sure it'll be some more entertaining there. Film the people falling off, off, off the jet skis and stuff. I don't know. Give me something else besides the same. I, I see that. I see that with my neighbors. Oh. I see that with my neighbors. I'm working from home, sitting here, mm-hmm. processing loans. Oh boy. Insuring government loans, working it out. All I hear is, you such a liar. I'm like, oh, this is like nine in the morning. Long story short, this couple is out here screaming to the top of their lungs. Mm-hmm. He t- let him explain. She's like, what, what are you explaining when the video explains it all? He's apparently was somewhere the night before and proposed to a girl on bended knee at a family function, her family function. And they're engaged to be married. Her, what he didn't know is somebody she know was there. Mutual got a hold of the video and sent it to her. 
And he's trying to explain this. Bro, ain't nothing to explain. Just like, yeah, I wanted two wives. I'm like, dude, you, you own it now. I have a girlfriend that you're at her house now, and she gets a video of you less than 24 hours on bending knee at a function proposing to a girl. Make it make sense, sir. Just take, like, y'all don't have to disturb the whole neighborhood with this foolishness. I personally am entertained. <laughs> and loans and listen to y'all scream back and forth and and, and and am learning way too much information about a situation that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth me getting up, going outside, looking across my balcony to see who it was. I don't care that much. Yeah, no. Because, because he knows he's wrong. She knows he's wrong. Move on. It's not... Now, if she would have said... Get them dogs, and I heard the dog like, rah, rah, rah. and I heard, like, and whoa, I heard, whoa, that's a crime going on now. That's something different. <laughs> Jumping across cars, he on top of a car. Get the dog. That's more entertaining. Oh yeah, they're not be in my window at that point. Y'all, this is about jumping on a car. Hold up, what? Y'all, him arguing over. Let me explain, and you don't want him to like. Shut up already. Cousin. Thank you, show, but we right. had enough. Cousin, I tell you, when we lived in our apartment, one of our neighbors used to have all kinds of stuff going on. And I mean, she used to have dudes in and out like crazy. And then you hear him get the argument left and right at two, three in the morning. I'm like, yo, this is great. I don't know what name them, I don't know what any of them people look like. I don't care. Free entertainment. Yeah, it's so free. But man, it was some juice up like, yo, this is crazy. Yo, turn turn the TV down. Let's hear this. <laughs> We're sitting up there eating chips, like, yo, that's wild. My third, third or fourth day. I, I, that's why I said my next move has to be a house. Yeah, yeah, ain't, ain't nothing like it, cousin. Because oh it, my god, for this one, I think I was there two days, three at the most. Um, we're here, my neighbor and her her, her guy friend arguing all the time. Um. Then he beat her up. He had to have beat her up, beating her up one day and threw her in a closet because you, you could hear the, you know, yeah, the, the phones. And then the friend was like, come on. The, the guy friend to the to the guy was like, man, come on, man. Don't do that, man. You know, like, that's like trying to tell him not to beat the girl up or whatever. And I was just kind of saying myself, like, what did I, what did I get myself into? Yeah. You know, like, second, third day there. What's up with this? I ain't for this. By third day, fourth day at the most. I'm out. <laughs> All I hear is boom, 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 and all of this ruckus. And I'm like, I'm hearing sounds, but I'm just hearing yelling one person yelling, not her and another person yelling back and forth. Yeah. So get up on my bed, go to the window, look out, and there's two police officers standing in front of my, well, not technically in front of my door, but the walkway leading to my door, mm-hmm. uh, standing in front of my door with their guns pointed up. Oh. And then I jump out, up, going to the living room, and I look, and there's police out there everywhere. And um, they're apparently the uh, um, apartment got raided, and she was at work, and he was in there, and I could you could hear that dog barking, and he kept saying, um, you could hear him screaming like, "The please don't shoot my dog, don't shoot my dog. Let me put him in a cage. Let me put him in a cage." So he ended up putting the dog in a cage. They let him put he had a pit bull. They let him put him in a cage. He was a puppy. Okay. And. Uh, they let him put him in a cage and took him, processed him, and well, we were there for hours. She didn't dare not come home. Well, yeah. Um, she finally came home. Like I said, this was maybe nine, 
in the morning when they read it. Um, Dang. She didn't come home till about 7 o'clock. I think she kind of got yeah, the heads I'm up. On, like, yep, I'm just going to hang out all day wherever I'm at. Right. And so um, she ended up getting evicted. Um, cause when you have certain things like that, they'll, they'll, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a breach of lease. Yeah. And I evicted like maybe two months later, but it was weird because, um, he got arrested and she was prancing in the window and in the neighborhood at, at this other group of guys that used to like, I guess have an apartment rent or something. And she was always trying to like get their attention. And I'm thinking, what? didn't you, what? Didn't, did you just deal with something? Didn't you have these problems? <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I was so, you know, I was kind of relieved when she left because um, it, it, all that drama ceased and they moved the older guy above me who was super cool. He was from Detroit, so he always had a funny story. And then when I moved here uh, to these luxury apartments mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, so it'd be great around here. <laughs> Third day here, fourth day here. Um, here a little ruckus, whatever, I'm like, what, what could this be? Man beating on beating on one of the ladies' doors. And uh, she's a police officer. He telling her to come out. He's apparently her husband. And she, no, maybe this was a little, maybe, no, you know, mixing stories up. This was maybe like maybe a month after we got here. Oh. It got to be. Her and this alleged boo <laughs> went over. <laughs> <laughs> alleged. Uh, allegedly and some people ratted her out now my thing was you and your wife are not together y'all like separated estranged whatever uh-huh and i understand that people feel like you got to be divorced but that's not the real world right no, they, they, that ain't humans what you talking about we, we like being with each other so we're gonna be with each other separated and we're in two separate houses you have a place you're living in and i have a place i'm living in we're clearly not working on the marriage. Um, no, we were. <laughs> it's clearly just paperwork. And my boy was here that night with his Green Bay hat on. And he was causing ruckus for about a couple of hours. He was banging on her door, banging, banging, banging. She went in. And I guess because she's a police officer, she didn't want to call. Yeah. You know, she works for the district we live in. Yeah, so, she wanted to call that in. That, that's awful. Because when you call it in, they got they, the first thing they're gonna ask you is your name, your address. Yeah, and that's she don't. I don't feel like she, that, that 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 she needed that kind of headache from somebody that we both know we're not together. Right. You know what I mean? We we may be married, but we're not we're not in a marriage. Yeah, we ain't, right that, now. We, we ain't cool like that. <laughs> and whoever ratted her out, um, can should go to hell um, <laughs> because stay out of people's marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like, stay out of people's relationships. Stay out of stuff that is not your business to tell. For real. Um, if she is in on vacation and she's taking pictures and posting pictures, clearly she's living her life, right? She, of course, her husband's not going to be on her Facebook. Of course, he's not going to be on her social media. We're not. Yeah, we're, we ain't we're, together like that. You see what I'm saying? So what are we doing? And... My guy was right here beating on the door for I know two hours talking cash. I'm like, oh, I know you in there. He's an officer as well, apparently. Uh-huh. You tell him you ain't going to be at the work tomorrow. I said, first of all, you got to really have a set on you. Woo. Tell somebody they ain't going to be to work tomorrow. What? <laughs> Not one, but two police officers off. Damn, you, you. I don't think you got that you, kind of authority. 
<laughs> police officers. They know the law. You ain't got that kind you, of authority, player. Talking cash money, you making threats. <laughs> People are unbothered. They are living their lives and they're fine. And you know what it is. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. stop feeling like um it, it got so bad to the point I think she probably had some of her colleagues come around here because eventually they did they did come around here, or either someone else called. Mm. And eventually they did come around here and they I, they talked to him, but they were really calm when they talked to him and was just trying to tell him, you know, just to go ahead on home and he 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 telling everything. No, because see my wife and how she gonna it don't matter. You cannot come around here. You can't do and that. Bang- you have, you cannot come around here and bang on your wife's door. I'm sorry to tell you that. Yeah, you can't do that. But I don't care if you're a police officer. That's still illegal. You know it's illegal. You are not on this lady lease. You do not live with her in this apartment. Stop. You have no connection. The only thing you can say is my wife is in there. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. Go home. Please. And he was out here. He was, he was talking cash money. And I just was shocked because I was like, I ain't nowhere in the world. I know you're an officer. I know you got a gun. I'm coming around here making threats and 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 and, and fist the cuffs and come on out. out, out but this thing, though, he making out, he making all them threats. She got a gun. What you talking about? You started it. When, when it's evidence and witnesses, you come around here cutting up. So she had the right to blow your head off, man. What you talking about? She's an officer too. She could have killed you and would have gotten away with it just fine. Or get a piggy toe like quick did in Harlem You had every right to get leave. Hey, all you talking cash money to somebody you know got a gun. Now she done opened that door and got that pinky toe, got oh got got a couple on. What she you done? Been, Cause what is you doing, sir? What is you doing? Well, she and then <sighs> and it, but I was giving a play by play on Facebook and my phone died. <laughs> I'm like, it's been great around here. I'm cr- I didn't crack the door because at first when I kept hearing the banging, I kept thinking at first I thought it was somebody banging on my door. Yeah. And they're banging in the on somebody's door in the hallway, but it sounded real aggressive. And the and the words sounded muffled. So he wasn't as loud right. as he if got. So I go look out the peephole, I see nothing. And I go to walk back, come in the living room, and I hear it again. So I go back to the door and I'm like, and I look out the peephole, I see nothing, but I'm like, something not right. So I crack my door. Mm-hmm. And I whole uh-oh you know oh yeah i i, I need, that's all i need to see i ain't gotta open up i ain't gonna put my whole head out there i don't know what's going on <laughs> i cracked my door like i gotta figure out where the sound is coming from because it's been a bit been like 10 15 minutes now of this muffled like words one night treatment the door across the hall opens <laughs> and that's how i got the information that it's a police officer who went over? I'm like, how do you know this lady? Business? Are you the snitch? Because you're the one who told this to me. Oh, so how do you know? How you know this info? Lady? Did you tell? <laughs> that was my whole thing. You know, when I my... And I'm like, she's like, should, she kept saying, should we call security? And I'm like, I don't know. She was like, um, I said maybe we should call security. She said, but but she's a police officer. I'm like, this is what the neighbor is telling me that I've never met. But she's a police officer. And I'm thinking. Oh, well, she's a police officer because I thought the officer in this building was a male. No, uh-huh. said no, it's a woman. I said, okay, well, I'm I'm sure she's fine. And she said, yeah, and her and her boyfriend is an officer too. And if that man that's staying on her door is her husband. He's bad because she went on vacation. Um, with the, how do you know? How do you know all this? 
I didn't act that, but in my mind, I'm thinking, how you do know you all know? This? And if you know this, did you are say, you, you the snitch? You did don't? you tell him? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you tell her? <laughs> so that's when I figured it all out. Then he backed it up with, when, like I said, with the, um, um, with the comments he was making to the officers when he came out here to calm him down and everything. And now that's my wife. And she did, she did, you know, so he, he kind of confirmed what she had said. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just was befuddled. And then my whole little Facebook policy, when I finally charged my phone back, they were like, what happened? <laughs> I'm on <laughs> Don't you, you can't leave us with a cliffhanger like this. I had given them all names. I had given them all character names by the end. I was like, well, yeah. Well, this is Jack and that's Jill and they got they got Steve in the house. So <laughs> they are giving it a name. As the world burns. Like, <laughs> my boy's hot. Out here. No, you and did say been, as the world burns. You know what? That's a good sit that, that's a good name of a show. And on he had on sweatpants, a hoodie, and his Green Bay Scully. I knew he was ready to fight. Oh, he had them fighting clothes. His whole outfit said he ready to fight. He was in a big black suburban. He is ready. He he's he's got the vehicle for fighting. He's got <laughs> the fight gear on for fighting. My guy is ready. But all he needs was unlock the door. But that's the thing though. You got two people in the house with registered guns. What what are you doing? You you ain't that, that bad. You ain't that bad, homie. Come on, man. One of them one of them gonna put you down. That was the part where the math wasn't mathing for me. And <laughs> this must be what real love feels like. You, uh, you are walking into a gun battle with a Green Bay pack of scully. You walk into a you walk into a gun fight with a head on. That, that, ain't, that ain't enough. That is all I saw is his line of defense and needs. Cause That's, he was, my guy was ready. He he was so ready. <laughs> he, he carried on for about two hours, a little over two hours before the police showed up. She let, cause she figured he would go on about his business. Cause he'll bang on the door for a while. I didn't really- Walk all out here in the front, yelling, screaming, acting a fool, and walk on back to his truck for a minute. I thought she thought he was gone, and he'd come back again. I was like, we in for a long night. But why would you do that for two hours, man? Great day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, first 15 minutes, you know she ain't going to open the door. Bro, you got on a, you were, you were in a scully and a, and a hoodie. Obviously, ain't that warm outside either. What? Does it? What? I told you they went on vacation for Christmas. Yeah. Like, bro, it ain't that warm outside. You go, you do all this in the cold too, man. I, I got certain parameters now. Now that I'm older, certain things I'm just not gonna do in certain weather. I, I don't like my ears getting cold, so I ain't gonna do no kind of fisticuffs in the cold, man. I ain't doing that. Black pants, hoodie, and his green paint, um, Scully. No, man. My guy was anything, and I, I was team him <laughs> because he was on. Dialogue. Uh, cousin, he brought these to gun to, to he brought he brought these. Ready. He was <laughs> you you ready, I right. you ready to get some hot lead, man. And to respect a man that knew he was walking into a gunfight with nothing but sheer determination. <laughs> <laughs> I had to respect that man. That's somebody. Is that because I'm like, you know what your wife do, what her profession is, and you know the person that you have figured out she's messing with is in the same profession. But you are in that profession too. You know, you know what it is. I came right here with sheer determination. 
Nation to kick some ass. In a Green Bay Scully. A Green Bay Scully. And I will never forget it because that's how I kept calling him Green Bay. <laughs> Damn, uh, Scully, Scully. I was giving everybody names. <laughs> he doesn't name people in the story. Bay, Green Bay, uh, Green Bay is the husband. Police Bay is the boo. Like I was giving. Oh, <laughs> you not name these people, cousin. Yeah, you gotta get because if you go, if you go, if you go entertain the audience, they need they need names. Yeah. I can't just. I, so I had to start giving out names like, oh, he's in a Green Bay scale. He's like, oh, okay, Green Bay. <sighs> Green Bay. Police Bay, don't know what he look like. He's in the house, comfortable with his with his boo. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that is too funny. And I was just like, if I move again, I gotta get a house or a condo. Maybe, maybe I won't get the business when I move, and it'll be normal. Doubt it. But hey, now that now look, I now we've been in this neighborhood for about seven years. I've seen out of seven years, I've seen two houses get raided. I've seen just police line across several of the houses in this neighborhood too. You know what? I don't even want to know what happened. I just proceed to drive around the block like thinking, nope, I don't, nope, 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 don't care. You got the whole it's, it's 20 cars out here. Some obviously didn't happen. I ain't gotta know what it is. See nothing, don't know nothing. Nope. Don't, know don't ask me no questions. Don't come to my door for nothing. English. I don't I don't speak English or Spanish. I don't you know what, man? I'm I'm I I speak nothing ease. Nope. Don't ask me no questions about this. Don't ask me. Uh, sir, do you? No. Uh, no. Sir, do you, no Spanish. <laughs> I speak. None ease. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. I know nothing. I speak nothing. I say nothing. I, I keep my door closed <laughs> all day long. Only time I step out the door is when I'm in when I'm going somewhere. If I ain't going nowhere, I'm in the house. In the house. I'm like, yeah, but I always be tripping. It's always like. I, I like the people watch, so that's one of the reasons why I think I, I will not think I would ever buy a home because I like like condo, apartment ish type because I can people watch and they're so fascinating. People are fascinating. Now you can people watch in in our neighborhood. You can people watch because a lot of like a lot of older people go walking and stuff around here, so you can watch them. That's always fun. I love seeing the older ladies walk around with their big sticks in case of a dog jump at them or something like that. I'm like oh, I, I love it. I always wave to them in the morning. Hey, how y'all doing? Right here, cause it it can get intense about the dogs, and they got the arguing up under my window about the dogs at time. Oh, they were cussing each other out, and the dogs just being dogs, and they were taking shots at each other's dogs' looks. And listen, what? I was what? My guy said, "Get your fat effing dog." <laughs> I guess the dog lunged. Oh, they dogs. So dog they dogs. <clears throat> so he said, "Get your fat effing dog." And the wife of the other dog and the husband was like, "Uh-uh, bitch. Princess is on keto." Uh, why? Why are we talking about the dog's diet? What are we? What are we? What are we doing here? When I say, I was laughing, head thrown back. My hard cackle laugh, and today looked up like, and then I did the Homer Simpson meme and just back. The back, up. yep, I'm just back into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, keto ain't good for humans. It ain't good for princesses on keto. I said she really took it to heart. 
that this man could see. Your dog is overweight, ma'am. <laughs> overweight. So it's a trend. <laughs> People tend to have overweight animals. That's just law. That's just law, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> she didn't take too counter to him attacking Princess self-esteem. I'm and, hey, look, she took that real serious. Like, me is on keto. Why are you talk? Why are you discussing the dog's diet with somebody you arguing with? Uh, what? <laughs> that, what does it have? To, what the dog's on keto? Huh? Cousin, uh-huh. people amaze me. Keto, ma'am. You and your you and your husband take your fat dog and go that way. Sir, <laughs> take your dog. Take your dog go that way. Y'all just leave each other alone. Y'all yeah, gonna send me into a coma laughing so hard. Uh, cause I gotta see another link because this one about to drop out. Recording. All right, so we got people fussing about the doggone dog and his dietary restrictions or dietary they, dietary plan they got it on. People are ridiculous. People are absolutely ridiculous. My dog does keto. What? When? When? What? That's not going to sway the argument. It's really not. It's just it just makes it funnier when you see a dog on the keto. Made me laugh. Made me laugh. <laughs> it's just funnier. <laughs> Oh, let me stop. Let me not mess with the dog. People serious about their dogs, like they're serious about their children. So let me go in on people are. People are. Whew. Well, I guess we can officially get started now. We've been talking about an hour, some change. (laughs) Well, welcome everyone to our podcast. Shut up and be quiet. We talking over here. I miss my cousin, so we just talked a lot. Okay. That that's what we that's what we did this one. We just talked a whole lot. We're gonna do one subject because I I gotta know your take on it because it it is it it's been perplexing me because I, I told you what I made for breakfast Sunday morning, but I'm like, what is it though? Because it's a simple fact. I love it. But anyway, follow us on all our social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We out here on all platforms. Oh, we on TikTok now. Got us a TikTok page. It's, we're, we're there. We're on TikTok. We're on Threads. You name it. We're on all their Apple Music, Spotify. we all we all over the place. But, cousin, I want to get your take on this one. What do you prefer? Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Just do. <laughs> uh, now that I'm an adult mm-hmm. and I certainly live in poverty, I'm gonna go with waffles. You know what? I'm with you. <laughs> and pancakes ain't because of the poverty thing. There, there is nothing, and I mean nothing, that's topping a pancake with crispy edges. Oh, that's how I make them. 
your hot hot pancakes, your your Denny's don't have crispy edges. They just light and fussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring. If you sit a plate of well crafted pancakes with crispy edges in my face, it's a win win situation. However, I grew up being eluded by the pricey waffle. Got Lego and I and ego. So it was ain't your mama, and you wished it could turn into a waffle. Oh, yeah, we should have. I wanted to know what the Lee waffle tasted like in my adultness. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna go with the waffle because you cannot beat. Uh, already prepared Eggo waffle. I like mine as a little crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. And how you do that, you pop them in the oven right as they get crispy on the outside. You take them out before they get too crispy. You pop them in the microwave for 30 seconds. It's the best of both worlds. And back up my, my reason, food waffles were the only time we would get waffles. Mm -hmm. It's how <laughs> weren't buying anybody's ego anything. We ain't a waffle um, maker. So they weren't gonna buy a waffle maker. They weren't gonna buy pre-made waffles. Um, wasn't in the budget. So we would get waffles when we would, we would go to school, and they were always those really light. They were they felt like pancakes. Yeah. Waffles. Spongy and soft. So yeah, you know, school waffles, school bread. Shout out to Baquito. Hey, hey, you? where are you? We need you now. I'm picking waffles. I got you. I'm gonna go with waffles too, because of a simple because of a simple fact. The best pancake, the crispiest edge pancake, does not compare to a good waffle. It just don't to me. That's just that's just how I feel because I feel like a waffle is like all edge of a pancake. It feel like it's the entire edge of a. It feel like the entire waffle is just a big old edge piece. I'm like, this is the amazing. Plus. You can't have chicken with pancakes. Chicken and pancakes is weird. It's really weird. I know because I've tried. I'm like, that's just the same batter. It shouldn't do anything. No, it, it ain't the same. Waffles don't disrespect syrup the way a pancake does. Pancakes want to suck up all the syrup, which mm -hmm. makes you have enough syrup. Then you over syrup it. Whereas the waffle has all those nice little cups. It has little goodness called buttered flavor syrup it's so convenient see that you have it where you need it and you don't have to over flood lee waffle it is syrup. so convenient that's why i gotta go with waffles because one i don't i don't i don't who says i want syrup on my chicken i don't want syrup on my chicken i want i like my food to stay separate i don't like the stuff merging like that all the time especially if i got something that's breakfast and considered like dinner slash lunch i don't want them touching like that I don't want my sweet and savory touching. No, I no. Let, they need to, they need to be separated until I bring them together myself. I don't need them to be brought together on their own. Plus, as a child, waffles keep you entertained. You can literally do geometry with those. You, little oh, you can. You can build a house. You can do all kinds. You can cut it up. And it, see, even now, I I I don't just pour syrup on my waffle. Nope. It, each individual oh. square gets filled up with syrup like that. Waffles are giving. They're giving what needs to be gave. Yes, they are. 
And even now, I still fill up my waffles. Each little each little square gets gets its own little pocket of syrup. I'm like, yep, that's why I know everything has syrup on it, and I don't have to worry about that. So yeah, fill her up. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So I can yeah. go with a nice outside, fluffy on the inside every time. Every time, every single time, and I like man. As much as I love pancakes, other thing where. It just kills the, the, the pancake for me. Outside of like Eggo, if you go somewhere and get like a Belgian waffle, somebody that's making a waffle, it already comes. It does. You ain't got to add much to it. You don't got to do much to it because it already comes. Oh, like, man. Oh, good Belgian I woke, waffle. Mm. I woke up like this. Come on, yeah. waffle. Oh, come on now. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Hmm. Let me think about chicken and waffles. I ain't go. I ain't, I ain't gonna eat it, but um, been to many restaurants, never got it. Oh, cousin, it depends on the restaurant though, because some waffle, all waffles ain't the same where you go. It's not, but never been a fan or or high appeal of. No, did I lose you? Hmm. 